Welcome to episode 5 of Embrace the Suck, the only officially licensed, sanctioned, tax-deferred podcast of APG, bringing you two cents worth of free perspective on taking a heavy hitter's approach to life. I'm your host, Bill Hart, coming to you almost live from Washington, D.C., where the president is seriously looking at providing a pardon to Joe Exotic, the Tiger King guy. Yep, that's happening. So yeah, the world is changing out there, man. It's getting wacky. Um... Hey, so when this thing wraps up, you know, people are going to ask you what you did during your downtime just hanging around the house. Looking forward, you know, you're going to, now's the time, like start doing something cool that you can tell people about. So far me, well, obviously I'm still growing the beard. So now I just look like man on the run. Like, you know, I'm on the run for the law and I might actually get away with it because I don't look like I did before, but still not fit to go outside. So I'm fine. But apart from that, I uh, built a pull-up bar in the garage and I'm not, I'm not especially your super handy guy, but we had a saying in the SEAL teams that if you can't tie knots, tie lots. And I'm definitely a tie lots kind of guy. So I got a, I got a monstrosity of a pull-up bar in the garage now. And worse comes to worse, if, you know, if I can't afford to live somewhere, I can live under this pull-up bar because it's gigantical. And apart from that, I'm uh, doing some, some language study and I started studying Russian, which is extremely difficult. If you, if you get a chance, there's a, uh, there's a pretty cool free website called uh, Duolingo, D-U-O-Lingo.com, yeah? And it's free, and you can kind of try out all these different languages. And what's kind of a trip is looking at the way that other cultures, other languages, put their thoughts together and package it to send to you. So something that's, you know, real quick, something that's kind of weird in, in, uh, in Russian and also a few other languages, is that when you talk about a thing, like you talk about a Coke or a car or a thing, right? A noun, what's happening to that thing? Whether you're giving it to somebody or getting it to somebody or just talking about it, the end of the word changes, which is kind of weird. And then that's like, it's like a feature that you see in, in some other languages too, like Danish. So like if you say the thing, you don't say the thing. It's like thing, and then something happens to the end of the word. It's kind of a trip. Um, but if you know anything about, about history, you know, especially like in Western Europe, look at it, how these, how you see some of these words in other languages, like you see a lot of Danish words in English and they say, you know, English is a Germanic language, but it's like Germanic by way of Scandinavia, which is kind of cool. So if you get a chance, maybe take a look and then you can tell your friends about it when, when this all wraps up. So what I wanted to talk about today is evolution. Talk real quick on evolution. There's a quote attributed to Karl Marx that um, it is not the strongest species that survives, nor the most intelligent. It is the one that is most adaptable to the environment in which it finds itself. And I thought that applied readily because the situation as it is now is changing, changing, changing. When this whole coronavirus thing wraps up, the world's not going to be the same. I mean, the whole world is going to be very different the way that we approach each other, the way that we approach doing our own business, the way that you interact, how, you know, how close you stand to people, probably there won't be so much handshaking 
after this, I don't think. But things are going to change. And where you find yourself in that scenario will depend a whole lot on how able you are to adapt to what's going on. And in terms of observing and adapting and, and moving along, I want to talk real quick about the OODA loop. You might have heard of this, the OODA loop or the decision loop. And you hear people say, yeah, we got to get inside his loop, got to get inside his decision loop. And you say, yeah, yeah, we got to do that. But you have no idea what that person is talking about. Well, I'll tell you. So there was a, uh, a, a, an Air Force fighter pilot in the 50s named, named uh, John Boyd. And this guy was a, he was really, really good fighter pilot. And they had asked him, like, hey, how are you doing this? How are you so good at this? And he says, man, I don't know. And uh, he was also an engineer. So he approached this like a mathematician. And he started kind of figuring out formulaically how it was that he was able to do the things that he did. So he broke this process down into four, four phases, O-O-D-A. So that's why they call it the OODA loop, right? So O-O-D-A, observe, orient, decide, act. So in the first stage, oh, excuse me, in the first stage, ori uh, excuse me, observe, you observe the situation, what's going on here, right? Like, what is it that I want? What's it going to take to get it? And so on. Orient. Like, where do I stand in all of this? What are my options? Options A, B, and C. And being aware that your options will change the longer you wait, right? So observe, orient, decide. You decide on a course of action, and then you act. You put it in play. So you know, obviously right in here is where a lot of people have their problem because you see the situation, you know what you should do, and then you keep standing there and not doing it. So observe, orient, decide, act. Once you act, you observe what happened, which means observe, which means the cycle is starting over again. So this is your cycle in getting things done. And if you look at the way you go through your life, or especially the way there's any kind of a competitive situation, you'll see this cycle play out over and over and over again. The idea is that the individual who can move, you know, or group, they can move through this cycle faster, will have the advantage. So with the situation as it is now out there with this coronavirus situation, the faster you can observe the situation, figure out what your options are, put those options in play, act and see how it works out, and then adjust as needed, you're going to be the one with the advantage. So when I hear people talk about how bad this whole thing is, how bad, bad, bad it all is, this is a huge opportunity. This is a monster opportunity for people who were previously kind of stuck to take advantage and move ahead as other people become stymied, right? So those, some of those people at the top that you go, ah, oh, that guy's never going anywhere. He's, he's, he's been at the top forever. This is a huge chance. It's a huge, it's going to take some discipline. It's going to take some effort, but it's a huge chance for you to move ahead in life. If you can adapt quicker to this situation than, than anyone else. So we're not talking about just, just professionally or just business-wise, but obviously you want to look out. You want to be looking out for your family, for your friends, for your coworkers, for your neighbors, because as things sort of wind down, you know, like I said, this is going to be a very before and after moment. Things are not going to be the same after this. And while business is relationships, relationships are also relationships, right? And people are not going to want relationships with someone that doesn't look out for them. People are going to want to do business and want to be around people that are, that are helpful, friendly, as well as, you know, business-wise people who put out just a good product.
So while you might usually think of just doctors or kindergarten teachers or bartenders, I guess, as the helping professions, right? At this point, anybody from bricklayers to baggage handlers needs to be in there looking at how can I help? How can I be a better neighbor, a better friend, a better brother-in-law? Because those are the people that are going to find that advantage in those relationships because that's people are going to tighten the belt after this. So knowing that, that in the future, it's going to be more about you know, doing business with people I care about and who care about me. There's not a thing wrong with picking up the phone right now and calling somebody to go, hey, how you doing over there? How's everything? Because while you might be getting by all right, other people aren't. You know, other people might be freaking out. I mean, like, you know, us, former military people, we're used to living, you know, in a tent or on a ship or somewhere very uncomfortable for an extended period of time. And you just go, yeah, man, that's, this is just how it is. Other people might not be comfortable with that. So kind of reaching out, letting them know that, hey, I was just thinking of you. Is there anything I can do? There's not a thing wrong with it. But if you want to go a step further, you know, if somebody's really having a hard time, don't even bother saying, hey, is there something I can do? Just do something. You don't ask a drowning man, hey, is there anything you need? Yeah, there's something he obviously needs. If you see something somebody needs, just take action. So us, APG, I mean, we don't actually produce, you know, radios or, or face masks or cars or anything. All we produce is content. But with this downtime, is this something that can help people out? Sure it is. So that's what we're doing. And we're sending out uh, regular, you know, for our, our clients that are, are familiar with our tip of the week, we have that going out every Tuesday now to pretty much anybody. And if you want it, you can sign up for it on our website. I'll get you at the end here. But as we're putting this stuff out, for some people, if it's straight to spam, and that's okay. But if there's one person that hits us back and says, hey, man, I really appreciated that. Help me out today. Or I got a laugh out of that. Cool. Then we know that we're doing our job. But as for looking to go back to when's the right time to start talking business again, well, I kind of think of it as when's the right time to you know, try to hit your date up for a kiss or you know, when's the right time to ask for a raise. If you're not sure, probably it's not the right time yet. But if you're feeling pressured, like you got to get things done, you got to make things happen and you're passing that on to other people, a good question to ask yourself is, Am I doing this because it really is time to get after this? Or is it because of the anxiety that I'm feeling? And make sure you're doing these things for the right reason. What we do know for sure, though, is that the more we stay in touch with people, the better we're all going to feel about prospects for tomorrow or next week or next month or whatever this looks like. So that's all I got for today. If you've got a question or a topic you'd like to hear us cover, you can send us an email at info at apg.team. Or check out our website, which is up and running. Brand new website, shiny and new. Does not look like a park and rec website anymore. Very cool. And our website is www.apg.team. And until next time, as the sun sets slowly in the east, I'll leave you with a quote from the Red Baron who says, It is better that one's customers come to one's shop than one goes into the street looking for them. that you are not.